Hello, and welcome to the Digressive Podcast, a podcast at the intersection of geek and countercultures. I'm Christophe Bruchansky, Belgian digital artist and philosophical author. Today, I'm going to talk about Made in China products and the export of a Western model democracy. China is omnipresent on Western media. China is that big dictatorship, it's that sworn enemy, a gigantic factory of one billion workers, all immersed in a state-sponsored monolithic culture. So much is said about China, and yet so little do we know about its population, their lifestyle, taste, and everyday preoccupations. Except for some rare interviews of Chinese activists openly criticizing their government, where are the news reports about the nation's attitudes towards global changes such as wealth inequality, climate change, and digital privacy? Why is that lack of interest? Why has such unprecedented trade never translated into closer cultural ties between the East and the West? Agreed, the Chinese regime is partly responsible for this indifference from the West. Its attitudes towards its own culture and people is making any cultural exchange dubious. Its propaganda, censorship, and attack on human rights must be confronted. And it should remain the focus of Western media and politicians, no questions about that. But before declaring a new Cold War, the Western world also needs to do some introspections. Are authoritarian regimes only to be blamed for our indifference to their people? And is that lack of interest not also partly responsible for their success? The plan was to open economies and let slowly but surely Western values prevail around the world. Free market will not only lead to economic exchanges, but also to ideological and cultural ones. The emergence of a large middle class in China would inevitably lead to a shift of power. Well, it didn't turn out that way, at least not as fast as we had hoped. We have relied almost exclusively on free trade to promote democracy, and results have been mixed so far. A large proportion of products sold on Amazon come from China, but you could hardly tell which one. Except for some occasional hasty English translation, mobile phones, Christmas lights, and yoga mattresses bear no sign of their provenance. Western consumers prefer not to know where their products come from. They complain about being invaded by made-in-China products, but will tolerate it as long as they can benefit from their cheap labor. That's not what the free market was supposed to do. Free market was supposed to unite us in the pursuit of a consumerist lifestyle. Joseph Schumpeter once said that, quote, a bourgeois who is primarily absorbed in his private concerns is, in general, as long as these concerns are not seriously threatened, much more likely to display tolerance of political differences and respect for opinions he does not share than any other type of human being, end quote. This was a rather ambitious statement. Amazon consumers are absorbed by their private concerns and they don't feel seriously threatened by the Chinese regime. But what they display is not tolerance, but indifference and even disdain towards its people. Never Westerners have nice things to say about foreign workers. Never free trade translated into open-mindedness. By treating Chinese workers as a mass of undifferentiated people, Western consumers deny them any humanity. 
and only reinforce the ideology of their authoritarian regime. Claude Lévi-Strauss believed that, quote, the society we belong to is the only society we are in a position to transform, without any risk of destroying it, since the changes being introduced by us are coming from within the society itself, end quote. As a Westerner, I'm not legitimate and have very little impact on how Chinese and other foreign societies operate. But I can have an impact on my own society and transform it so that it will hopefully inspire others. In my opinion, the economic model we have managed to export is a perversion. In this model, consumers want to have it all, enjoy life without ever knowing the origins and consequences of our purchases. Producers, on the other hand, are subject to consumers' tyranny and, because of free competition, can only hope to extract a marginal value out of mass production. The perversion is that most people are both consumers and producers, at once enslaved and tyrants without ever reconciling both sides. They work for an intransigent mass of consumers and expect other workers to go through the same ordeal to satisfy their own consumer impulses. The more they are exploited as producers, the more they will want bargains as consumers, in a never-ending punishing cycle. The advantage of relying on foreign workers is that some of us can get rid of any guilt through hatred. This sadomasochist flavor of a free economy has since propagated to all human activities. Not only are we expecting to get our Amazon orders delivered at our doorstep without any questions asked, we demand freedom without caring for others, democracy without respecting others' opinion, safety without understanding what might agitate the rest of the world. No surprise then that Made in China is so popular. Free market doesn't need to be that way. I believe in free trade, but one that fosters all forms of exchange, one that opens up the horizon, one that doesn't create an invisible barrier between consumers and producers, but one that encourages responsible behavior on both sides. What is worth exporting is not a Western model as such, something that will have been already accomplished, but a universal project that is yet to be realized and can only succeed on a global scale. Opening borders, encouraging free trade, and hoping that it will lead to a democratic international order is delusional. It won't bring the best of us, but will only exacerbate predatory behavior. Closing borders and discouraging international exchange is not a solution either. At best, it will maintain the SM economic model we are in and the interest of the people controlling it. Free trade constitutes a real opportunity for promoting meaningful exchanges. The only path forward is to change the nature of international trade, making it as much about wealth than humanistic values. It is to set up the scene for mission-driven companies, ethical international standards, and genuine dialogue between those who produce goods and those consuming them. It is to allow alternatives to purely economic transactions, promote cultural, non-for-profit and informal exchanges. It is to display genuine interest for one another. No authoritarian regime is preventing us from displaying goodwill. No authoritarian regime 
is forcing our indifference. The more we dehumanize their population, the more we become our own enemy. That's it for imports and exports. If you've enjoyed these digressions, please like or subscribe. And feel free to share your own take on the Western model of democracy. Thank you, and see you soon. Thank you.